it is a, a rotating cast of C-list characters to yes. to help help flesh out the the things and and bring us to the fore. All that we'll much have, more. Uh, we have to bring in some of the local shopkeeps. Right. Evening, everybody. I'm back from Kentucky. We'll talk about it in a little bit. Uh, but first, uh, be sure to listen to our kick-ass theme song. everybody it's tuesday night it's 905 uh thank you for staying tuned after uh you know for the completion of tonight's showing of the blues brothers uh but it's it's time for what's on joe mind a fan cast about the world of gi joe i'm your host mike irizari how is everybody oh ah! could be better but uh joining me here in the top row he is the former head of marketing for the gi joe brand at hasbro it's the hot show mark weber Kind of weird that you went to Cornette country before I did, but fine. We'll let Look, it go. Man, that, that It was two hours due south. I mean, I didn't even have to turn the wheel on the car. <laughs> Got on the interstate and we just... Just one of those auto drives? Right. Don't don't wheel off the road kind of, kind of things. <laughs> like driving through Louisville itself, I had to maneuver a little bit. But outside of that, that that's all. My The highlight of my week, uh, doing a lot of sub-teaching this week, after school care today, kids working on a Chromebook, and he gets up all flustered, <clears throat> goes for a little walk. It was a second grader, right? It's the roughest day of his life, probably. I'm, I'll change the name, right? I'm like, Bilbo, what's wrong? And he's like, the screen says, please wait. And I've been waiting a whole minute. He was, no! he, he was, he was pissed. <laughs> like, and I'm like, dude. Well, it's a Chromebook, so he should know it's a piece of crap. Right, but it's it's school issued, right? We yeah. we don't get we don't got that kind of scratch to be handing out, you know, iPad errors. So if if the minute if the minute was too long, then life is going to be a disappointing slog for that young man. Anytime I hear that, just wait till he's got to get a driver's license. Whenever I hear anything like that from a kid, I look at him and I hear the dial-up handshake noise in my ear. <laughs> That sometimes would go 30 seconds and fail. Right. right? Like, come on. Right. You know, give, get that whole thing. Then maybe a second time. Yeah. And then a third time. Yeah. And then. We're, I mean, we're not that different, right? Like if you go to, if you type in google.com and hit enter and it doesn't load in 10 seconds, like 10 seconds is a long time for an adult not to hit yahoo.com and try that instead. Right. Right. Like, or, or maybe just the refresh button. Yeah. Come but, on. Come on. But still. Oh, uh, did you see what uh, Dustin Jeffrey would like to uh, talk about tonight? Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I do, so, but I, I have to recognize this first. Rexship85 says he's a little disappointed that Staff Sergeant Seanugs wasn't on the business card that I gave him at Winterfest. I don't know that Staff Sergeant Seanugs existed when I had those business cards made. They're they're not old business cards. They're pretty new business cards. But like Staff Sergeant Seanugs is very much a second half of the year kind of guy, and I don't know if I I don't know if he was. He was around yet. I don't know if he had been born. I think yeah. he was still in, still in the fryer. That's defendable. Still but, in the fryer. <laughs> but I mean, the opportunity is too good. So, Dustin Jeffrey, what do you want to talk about? 
He wants to talk about Electric Company Spider-Man tonight, or oh. he's leaving for an Electric Company Spider-Man live. Look, that um, I would, I think I would leave for that live stream. Right. If you find that one, you need to come back and send me the link. Yeah, yeah. tell me where the link is. We'll patch in. I, right, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all on board. I, I am all about uh, trying to decipher what Spider-Man meant when he said. <laughs> Do you think Electric Company had to pay for that at all? Or did Marvel have to pay to get him on that show in front of a bunch of kids? Like I'm pretty sure they paid I mean, for it. Marvel paid for it, right? No. You think? Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I think Electric Company paid them for the use of Spider-Man. Hmm. It's their I character. I know, but but who got the advantage, right? People weren't tuned into an electric company hoping to see Spider-Man, except you, Mike. Yeah. Not not knowing that there were 400 other Spider-Man walking around Home Depots and, and stuff. Not in yeah, 1971, but, baby. Right. It, it, not not in the early 70s. So. There were at least three of them. They're, uh, was just Pointing at each other. Hey, hey, man. Gwen Stacy was still alive in those days. Gwen Stacy is still alive now. There's a no, bunch of the her. One. There's a bunch of her. But yeah, no, I, I, I've muted Mark because we don't need to hear him and his thousand Spider-Man deal again. I just, I, I'm not going to cut him. I'm going to let him sit there and stew. But in the bottom row, he is our, our, our. <laughs> now he's, now he's mouthing the nasty words at us. <laughs> in the bottom <laughs> row, he's our comic book expert. It's sure is nice to have comics for him to talk about on a show that doesn't exist. It's rack time, Rob. Hello, everybody. Yeah, it's hello. Funny story. Uh, I was in a Target last week, and I saw Mutton Junkyard on the shelf. And I said to myself, "You know, that hasn't shown up in a while. What, what's you, you should before you walk away from this and not buy it, um, you should check out and, and see what's up with your Mutt pre-order." And so, after going through about six different toy websites on my phone, I realized I had not pre-ordered. Button junkyard at all for classified, so I just I just bought it while I was there, because that's what getting old does, kids. <laughs> I pre-ordered everything else that that showed up that day, like Metalhead and and you know the the, the Techno Vipers and all that stuff, and and you know just no mutt, no not he's just one of your five favorite Joes, Mike. You don't need to pre-order him. Settle down, <laughs> just relax. I can hardly wait for him to forget Flash. Mm. Uh, Matt Rubin must be sheltered to not know what the hell Electric Company Spider-Man Yes, I think sheltered is the kind word. Good Lord, man. Deprived, really. Yeah. I mean, Spider-Man and Easy Reader would occasionally have that super team up. I mean, what? it's what you're hoping for. I mean, you got to, even if you didn't like Electric Company, you got to believe Electric Company Spider-Man is at least top five, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he bought the wall. He's up there. There's, okay. there's that video on the on the internet of the Spider-Man guy fighting the wall and losing. Yeah, <laughs> look, he is absolutely a top five Spider-Man for me because look, that I was three years old. That was probably the first Spider-Man I had ever been exposed to. It was either that or the old cartoon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this, and again, Electric Company Spidey was easier to quote. Bah. Uh, Michael Bursty asks, uh, "Can we get a classified Electric Company Spider-Man?" Um, uh, maybe Marvel Legends. 
Yeah, I, I think that would. I, I'm surprised it hasn't been done. Frankly, mm-hmm. was there any Rob? I, I'm not remembering it off the top of my head. Was there any discernible difference? Like, did he have outside web shooters or something? No, no. It was just. I mean, basically, it was you know, whatever cast member could fit the could fit the suit and look like a convincing Spider-Man. Right. So everybody except uh, the women and the guy who played J. Arthur Crank. Yeah. So. Um, did he have armpit webs? Probably not. No. No. Okay. I think so. No. 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 No, he did not. But um, what do you say? Since it is chock full of new stuff, we go ahead and stop wasting America's time and the world's time for that matter. Yeah. And roll into community calendar. Community calendar. Oh wow. That was quick. It was. <laughs> that, that's what that's what she said. <laughs> There's again, I I uh I've seen some of the advanced looks at, at what's coming for community calendar, and I I just I I'm excited. <laughs> he can't wait. Ah. I'm excited. Oh, she got oh, close enough. Oh. And she she is looking to escape as soon as possible. There you go. Just right in the cornea, right there. Memo to me. Don't be nice to the dog. <laughs> Come here, Colin. Uh, Wreckship85 asked, my wife just asked what the bleep did she just see when Sergeant Seanugs popped up on the screen. That's um, season two. Uh, Absorb Vids is he's on the he's on the lamb. So he had to sublet the ed, the uh, animation to Deke. So we are going to get Deke Staff Sergeant Seanugs. Oh. <laughs> uh, you saw it. You saw it there on the on the the calendar that he was holding up. I'll play it one more time. You need you need Good time. I think him him having Beachhead's legit gun though is totally kissing ass to the to the master to the. Look, it's he's Staff Sergeant Seanugs. He's what he carries around. I suppose that's true, but it, 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 <laughs> the you know they had the same character models; they just used them very poorly. <laughs> it's Deke; they're doing it cheap. That's fair. You saw how badly it was drawn. Come on, it, fit, <laughs> it fits right in there. Good time part. to make the, What time is it? It's time to make the dog jealous. Get in here, Colin. Oh, 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 there he is. Oh, yeah. With his giant tail. <laughs> oh, I love that. The... He's not real affectionate, but dog does something stupid and cat comes right up. I'm sorry. Dog sucks. See, I'm, I'm the best. You. I'm here for you. <laughs> Look, little kiss oh. on the cheek. Come on now. On this episode of Wild America. We explore the the majestic Weber family room. Right. Home of the legendary House Puma. (laughs) 
<laughs> Hello. Worst total ball ever. Right. <laughs> I mean, be careful, man. You don't want to crush him under your head. Right. <laughs> he even looked at the camera for us. I mean, can you right. beat that? You I can't mean, beat come that. Come on. Stupid. Next week on Stupid Pet Tricks. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. Well, but, anyway, um, what's coming up in the community? Oh, yeah. Ah, stuff, shows. That's it. Big Not everybody. Stuff. Big stuff. Okay. But we, we don't get to talk about uh, the the Kentucky Winterfest anymore, uh, which oh. means we have to move forward to the Toy Ohio Toy Show. We've changed states. Uh, that is February 10th at the Metroplex Expo Center in Gillard, Ohio. Uh, $5 gets you in the door from 11 to 4. Early birds, $10. And that's uh, at 10 a.m. Parking is free. Uh, chance to hug Dave Draper. Low and really, truthfully, probably more non-existent. Because uh, that's a hell of a commute. I, I don't know if you could drive from Springfield, Illinois to Gillard, Ohio, in the five hours that the show is open. So... But uh, yeah, Dustin Jeffrey is is correct. Dan Housen will be in attendance, or scheduled to be at any rate. Mm -hmm. um, and moose, but no squirrel. Right. Right. Look, Captain look. Captain Shoes, come on now. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what's up with that, uh, Captain Shoes. Oh well, we, they did. They told us last week that he's he's like the moderator for the. Uh, the, the Brian Myers and and um, uh, Matt Cardona podcast. So yeah, and those guys, those guys are fine. So I got no problem if they have a an MC between them. Right, right. Just, look, somebody legit never heard of him before. So yeah, somebody's got to hit the button. So you might as well give him a fun name. Yeah, that's fine. Right, um, I'm okay with that. And you can see Jason Baker there. That's the guy who designed the Fiend mask and all. Done a bunch of other stuff too. So, um, good good hey, wrestling. Rick Baker. Uh, maybe I don't know. Who's Rick Baker? Um, uh, big time makeup artist. Uh, could be, maybe. Could be. But uh, yeah, a lot of wrestling guests for a toy show. But that's that's what you get, man. It's Ohio. Uh, they do toys. They do wrestling. That's what that's what happens there. They also do AEW. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan House is going to come talk to you. Just saying. No, he'll cur he'll curse me. They're right. Don't don't freak out the cat, Mark. You, you you've already been wounded by one animal tonight. Look how chill. He's totally chill. He's right. Just, he's not doing this for me. He's just trying to make the dog jelly. Yeah, that's fine. And Look, then suddenly we uh we we hear a snicked and see a flash of red across the right. cat. Uh oh, he's on the move. Uh, Andrew Andrew Gogan uh, Andrew Galgan rather says uh, first Academy Awards and makeup special effect winner Rick Baker. Oh well, okay. Sorry, I, I I I I tend to know like who's in movies in front of the camera because that's what they tell us, and after that I I don't know a whole lot. So yeah, if there's been a cool makeup effect in a movie in like the last I don't know forty years, he probably did it. So it's... If he was Rick Baker's son, though, he'd have to be El Hijo de Rick Baker, right? Isn't that how it works? <laughs> here, here in uh, here in the states, they might just let him go by Rick Baker Jr. 
Yeah, fair enough. But, uh, uh, 19JJ says, what's up, boys? Listening to the Columbus Blue Jackets game. Well, shut that off. Yeah, come on listen, now. Listen to us. I, I can understand if you're watching them and listening to us, but it doesn't work the other way around. Rick Nash is retired. What's the point? Come on now. Uh, nah. But so, uh, again, if you're anywhere in the neighborhood of Jaloud, uh, make sure to get yourself out to the Toy Ohio Toy Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's we'll the 18th one. That's the 18th one. That's the one where you hit the hit the brick square and it kicks out a leaf and that gives you the raccoon tail. And I don't understand what sense any of that makes, but it happened. You mm-hmm. can see it right there. Um, that little Italian fella on the screen, it happened to him. I'm not going to a Toy Ohio until they move to the Fortress Maximus. Ooh. They can't, you can't afford that one. I, I that's 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 too fancy a room for toy shows. <laughs> but next up, I'm waiting to. There's no there's no next up sound for community calendar. I think maybe we need to figure one out. Right. But as you can see there, after action forts for Roger Taft and GI Joe returns this February. Um. You can see Roger uh, blocking out the the logo for some other lesser property. Uh, there with GI Joe at Mini CollectorCon, and that is in Orlando. That is on the February 11th. That is the same weekend as Toy Hio, but the other day. So if you wanted to do the insane travel MegaCon weekend, you know Toy Hio on the 10th, Mini CollectorCon on the 11th, mm. uh, Roger Taft autographed to to just bring it home. Roger's on there with his cat, so there you go. Right. Got that in common with you. Uh, but that is 3500 South Goldenrod Road, uh, or you can check this out on Facebook, get all the details, uh, 9 to 3. I don't think this one has admit admission, or if it does, it's it's low. Um, they're on Facebook. I'll just leave it at that. Just, just get... Get all of the cool information off of Facebook, or you know, we can uh, we'll post Roger's phone number at the end of the show, yeah, and you can just call and ask him personally. It's a good idea. Street address too, in case you want to stop by. That's um, I don't I don't think Roger would come back on the show after that. He's always <laughs> he's always got something in the crock pot. Just knock on the door. The password is Vittles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there goes Colin. All right, he's done. His, his cameo is finished. Colin he's going to go knock on the door. He, he can't believe we just doxed the guy who was on the show like last week. So, <laughs> Colin, Colin won't be a part of it. Nope. No. He knows what he, he's afraid of what might be in store for him next week. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's like, I'm home alone with a dog most of the day. She's not going to defend anything. Uh, Firefly says, We need a con for very small collectors. Um, I guess, I mean, mini collector con is letting Roger in and he's about eight feet tall. So I, I don't, I don't know how many, like if by that token, I'm mini mm. and I'm not mini to anything, but, uh, but apparently I'm mini enough to get into mini collector con. There we go. There, there's an idea. We need a two second smooth jazz riff for community calendar yeah. transitions. Isn't that just isn't that just spamming the the uh, wham button? 
I'm sorry, the wham button. I maybe that's it. Maybe the maybe maybe I need to just get two seconds of wham sax solo. Yeah, so it just goes something like that. It's sort of a jazz version of do 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 do. Maybe just bring on Steamboat Willie for three seconds. Yeah, there you go. Um, I don't have uh, that one's not loaded in anymore. I looked for it. I did a quick check. I'd have, I'd have popped it on right there, but no, no, it's gone. It's gone. Maybe Van Halen's. Oh man, I think the clock is slow, man. I mean, we could always could always go with uh, you know one of the classics. It's so depressing though. Yeah, right. Bring me down. Right. Do you have, do you have the prices right yodeling guy? Mm -hmm. Uh, no, but I do have the prices right winner sound. Yeah, winner. Mm, a little muddled. I'll be the, uh, the, muddled. the yodeling song is actually they license they they pay for a license on that. That's really? a real song. <laughs> well, at least it's uplifting because they played it as the guy was climbing up, right? Yeah. It ended when the guy fell to his death. And then you heard, boom, 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 boom. and you know, some crashing and banging. So, so you're actually going to sing that when I have it on the button. We used to use that uh, when I was working in deep. Oh, go. We use that sound effect a lot when I was on the radio in DC around Redskins games. Well, <laughs> playing around the highlights, and then we played it over a loop, like over six seconds of "Loser" from Beck. So in the background, it would just go boom, 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 and you could just put that under however long the low lights were on a Monday. It was great. Good thing, good thing you you know you got to change that during wizard season. Oh wait, no, no. There was um, let's see, that would have been late nineties. It was two thousand to oh two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a, a lot going on. We had uh, Michael Jordan and the Washington Wizards. That was kind of exciting. Kind and they of. still weren't no good. No, no, but but he at least made them respectable. The best part of that whole thing was towards the end of his last year, truly his last year, and the shots just weren't falling, and he was hurting. The more he played, the more his per game career scoring average was coming down, and Zombie Kareem was gaining on him. Right. Because Kareem's <laughs> yeah. numbers weren't changed. <laughs> right. So by the end of it, Jordan was just putting up like 50 shots a game. Just like, right. screw Kareem. I'm not I'm not giving up the career scoring average just because I made a bad mistake and came back with a stinking wizard. Yeah. Chew on this, old man. Right. Well, you know, he, he Mickey Mantle always said I should have retired a year earlier. I would have retired with a 300 average. Even though Kareem was still alive and is still alive, the vision I had was like the Undertaker hand coming up out of the grave. And just <laughs> right. Green Kareem coming after my so zombie Kareem just sitting up straight in the ring like yeah. the Undertaker would do. And even at that time, we were like, Kareem's still alive, right? That was 2001. That was like 23 years ago. Kareem's great. Yeah. Oh, Kareem's still, he's 80 years old. He's sharp as a tack, man. Yeah. I don't know. My dad says he's kind of lazy. <laughs> hey, you try dragging, you know, linear up and down the court every night. Come on. Uh, Bart says uh, you need the Transformers transition Ooh. sound. 
Uh, I believe that that is fighting words on a GI Joe show. So no, you know, like a Batman. Oh, that's good. That's good. There's, that's really there's good. a thought. Both of those were such phenomenal transition things. Just like we didn't have to segue from scene to scene, right? Just play the bit, and we'll next time we're on the moon, right? <laughs> right, right. Again, like there, next time we're at the mall. Who cares? There, there was no corresponding action to that for GI Joe animation, right? Mm -mm. Like there was no. No, there wasn't. But it was dig it. It was a brilliant marketing piece for Transformers, right? Because. When it flipped, when it, the head flipped around and it was an Autobot getting small and a Decepticon coming back, it was reinforcing you're about to see the bad guys. By the way, remember, this is their logo, right? Right. Pounding that into kids five, six times a show. Brilliant. And then the bumpers, right? Yeah. After these messages. The Transformers will be back after these messages. And it's just one dude transforming right in front of you, right? Brilliant. So good. Yeah, I think going to commercial with the Decepticons coming back was the Autobots. Yeah, just awesome on like on like a grid background usually, so they didn't even have to animate where they were. Totally good. They should have done that with Joe, right? Could you imagine a three second bumper with Blowtorch burning something down, or Snake Eyes with two swords, or? Well, I mean, they had their transition to commercial, but you know, now back to GI yeah. Joe. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it hit the logo and it was yeah. loud and exciting, but. Mm. Love that. I'm, I'm talking mid-show, right? Like no commercial. They're just they're, oh, yeah. they're, there's a, a scene at the arc, and then there's a scene at Decepticon headquarters. And then there's a scene as Bumblebee does something dumb to get the plot yeah. going. You know, right? So, and then there's a scene where Sideswipe and Prowl don't get to do nothing because who wants to see the police car and the red Lamborghini be cool? Yeah, that would be that would be tragic, frankly, tragic. Hey, that red Lamborghini hero guy has a jetpack too, right? He's the only hero who can fly. Yep. Can't figure out anything for him. Nope. Nope. He's kind hey, of the the flash of the G1 Transformers. Let's let's go get Jetfire, and then all of a sudden, yeah. coming into the coming in on the effect is a, a C and D from Harmony Gold. <laughs> right. <laughs> coming in like this. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Or maybe spinning like Batman. La, 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 la. <laughs> like a headline in the old movies. <laughs> I liked it when I liked it when Hound pointed up in the sky and went, look, it's Jet. I mean Skyfire. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, anyways, that's uh, February eleventh, Mini Collector Con in Orlando for anywhere around uh, central or northern Florida. Get yourself there, meet yourself some Roger Taft. Um, I don't cat. know if the cat will be in attendance. Yeah, cat not probably not. Probably not. Uh, he used to have the cat with him at his shop, but that that is no longer a thing. So, anyways, next up, hey, a New Jersey Collector Con that's happening March second and third. Uh, just announced this week is our our friend and former co-host Carson Metaxas will be there as a guest. That is, of course, at the uh, Holiday Inn Cherry Hill in scenic Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Additional uh, uh, additional information uh, going to be at histank.com, or you can follow New Jersey Collector Con on Facebook. Uh, they've got lots of other guests as well. Uh, it, it's this is a it's a fun two day show. A good good usually a good good dealer room uh, and decent turnout. So 
uh, check it out, uh, chat up Carson, get, get a copy of his book, do all that fun New Jersey stuff. Oh, you know, I can tell what's going through Carson's uh, mind in that picture right there. Six happy. Right. right. Six happy. Yeah, bring a weight belt. <laughs> right. Don't don't carry. Don't think you're going to carry this in a bag. Make, if they make, ask you, do, do you want a bag with that? You do not. You know, no. You you want to stretch out. Yep. Uh, you want to make sure that you get get some good, like some lumbar twists in there. Right. Would you like a furniture dolly with this? Why is everybody right. doing lunges in Carson's line? There's right. a reason. It's not so much lunges so much as they they, you know, catch themselves before they fall all the way to the ground. Ah, <laughs> uh, but such such a well done piece of work. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a phenomenal phenomenal work. We cannot cannot say enough about the book of uh, the art of GI Joe. Uh, truly a a life's work realized. And and again, our congratulations to Carson on getting that one done. Uh, and his collaborator, Chad Huckle. Uh, Dave McDonald said, Mark has to come up with the go-to bullpen alarm. Uh, maybe you can come up with another community calendar, too. Oh, come on now. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to make Absorb Vids mad. He turned, no. he likes He likes me, I think, and he turned me into Raptor. <laughs> uh-uh. I'm good with him. <laughs> no, thank you. Right? Man. I don't want to show up on here some week going, what's, what's the man? <laughs> he could do it. You know he could do it. I, You're only I, giving him ideas. Oh, no, I just gave him audio. Right. <laughs> right. If there's ever something that you don't want to see him do, the worst thing you can do is say it on the show. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Next up. We got a lot on community calendar tonight. Some of it's kind of far out, so just bear with us. Got a lot of show announcements to deal with. But, uh, th these folks here, Inside Pitch Promotions, running a number of shows in the North Carolina area. Uh, was made aware of them this past week. February 17th is the next one. That is in Salisbury, uh, West End Plaza Events Center. That is from 9 to 4. That is five bucks to get in the door. Free parking, of course, at all shows, as all good shows have free parking. Mm -hmm. And then again on March 9th and 10th, that's a two-day show at the Kerr Scott Building in Rolla. Uh, Saturday, <laughs> 9 to 4. Sunday, 10 to 4. $5 for one day, 8 bucks for the whole weekend. It's a bargain at twice the price, folks. Uh, you can find out more information at InsidePitchPromo.com. I've got a whole calendar of events. I think there's nine or 10 of them throughout the, through the year. And this, uh, I think they've already got one down before we knew about it. So uh, we're, we're early in the year. If you're anywhere around North Carolina, check out the website, see if there's one coming near you. Mark Weber, uh, what do you think of their baseball themed? Uh, I like, I like the logo. All right. Uh, Got, I got to learn more about it though. What's going to, you know, are there, who's going to be there? What are they selling? You know, right. I think the, the I think or? the, I think the February 17th show is uh, sports cars, sports cards, toys and comics. And then the ninth and 10th is just toys and comics. Uh, again, I'd have to double check the, the, the website. I'll have to check with my, uh, my contacts down there in North Kakalaki and see what's up. Uh, Two-time NFL first-team All-Pro Steve Young says, "Hey, howdy." Well, hey, hey howdy to you, Steve Young. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, Michael Gene Fleming says, pure sales floor, no guests or panels. So there you go. There's nothing wrong with that, man. Get down he, to he, business. Yeah, he was the one that sent it in. So lots of stuff. Bring your money. Get down to business. I just, I just like that. I, I just announced uh, Steve Young as that Steve Young. I enjoy. Um, I mean, it could be. He's got spare time. Jeff Butler says the baseball community calendar notice crossover that what's on Joe mind has been waiting for. Mm -hmm. There we go. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. That's uh, that's Carson's neck of the wood too. We should, we should hook him up with inside pitch promotions. Good idea. Maybe they'll let him do a panel. Or maybe they can just do a contest of who can throw one of his books the furthest because that right. would that requires serious strength. Yeah, like a disc, the discus <laughs> throw, and the winner is like four feet, <laughs> eighteen pound book. Put my legs to sleep is what it did. <laughs> Next up. Hey, remember Awesome Con is also March eighth to tenth. Uh, it is at the Walter E. Washington Convention Center in Washington, D.C. Uh, they named Washington, D.C. after Walter E. Washington, you know. Yeah. Fun fact. Uh, other guests besides our good friend and co-hostess with the co-hostess, Queen of G.I. Joe Cosplay, Joe Colton, uh, Arthur Adams, Hayden Christensen, Rosario Dawson, Tom Kenny, Jeff Loeb, Michael Rosenbaum, Tom Welling, Ming-Na Wen, The Wristlock, Wes Whitlock, and many, many more. Uh, for tickets and information, hit them up at awesome-con dot com and uh you know she's not just there floating around as a guest she's there as one of the show guests uh so be sure to stop by say hi um uh buy her various uh snapshots and polaroids and magnets and stickers and things and uh get autographs and get pictures taken because she joe colton puts a lot of work into this mm -hmm. represent yo I want to introduce her to Wes Whitlock. I think they'll hit it off. I think so. I think yeah. I think that would be a good match. Very compatible. Um, um I wonder. I, I I want to take monetary odds on will she plug the damn show? Because I I I got a feeling it won't happen. Suckers bet. How much for a hug from her? <laughs> yeah, Dustin Jeffrey with the question that might get you hit. Uh, how much for a hug from the Whistlock? Maybe ask him in advance. I can't endorse yeah. that because that, like, if, if you sneak up on the Whistlock with hugs, he he may, the like the wrestling training may show up and he yeah. he may just like suplex you or something. He uh, calls so I, his favorite kind of hug is called the Kimura. <laughs> very <laughs> very cool. <laughs> right. So I don't I don't want to endorse that and have it result in bodily harm to anyone. Right. Uh, so I'm not going to do that. You know, Dave Draper, you can outrun Dave Draper, but <laughs> the wrist lock, he will, he'll track you down. Mm -hmm. Want to find out, don't know what an Usagoroshi is? Ask Wes. <laughs> uh, Bart asks, is there free parking at Joe's house? No, there is not. She charges mm -hmm. like crazy. Yeah. I've been there. That, that was, uh, that was the worst part of it. Hey, I mean, I mean it would have been cheaper if you parked at the ballpark. Mama's got to pay for her Christmas trees. Right. Thir four yeah. hours I was there. 37 bucks. <laughs> was ridiculous. 
So again, uh, Walter E. Washington Convention Center in Washington, D.C. That's awesome, Con. It's awesome. From March 8th to 10th, visit our friend Joe Colton. Remind come her see, that she does a show. Just Come see Joe debut her new Tom Kenny cosplay. Mm-hmm. Um, she's probably tall enough. <laughs> Tom Kenny, he's a tall drink of water. Is he? He is. Yeah, he's 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 rather tall. Uh, Rexship eighty five notes that uh, worst part is that thirty seven dollars isn't even a round number for four hours. I know. Yeah, like the worst <laughs> part is math. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, processing fee for Ticketmaster. Right. Math. Craig Cohen asks, will Joe Colton dress up Mango Habanero as Staff Sergeant Seanugs? Um, you know, we uh, that's West certainly worth, it's worth pursuing. <laughs> yeah, we, I, the, the wrist lock might might go with that one. Yeah. For this show, no. Outside of the show, also no. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, while she's uh uh on assignment. Could the Whitlock come up? Could Mr. Whitlock come up with his own cosplay item for his daughter? Sure. I had a buddy of a good friend of mine drop off his two-year-old for me to watch one time. And when he came back, the kid was happy, but I had dressed him up in so much Yankee gear and taken so many photos. Because they were a big Red Sox family. And the kid was so happy in his little pinstripe jersey and oh great bit. Well, you know, ba- babies are chubby, and those pinstripes are very slimming. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great Rex Ship eighty five's got the best idea I've ever heard. Hang on, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, can we get Mango Habanero a recondo outfit? Well, you know, we. I, I'm not responsible for that, but whatever you guys decide in the live chat, just you know, come up with a GoFundMe or something. It's just the hat. Just get a, a baby cowboy hat with half of it up. It's good. <laughs> draw the mustache on in sharpie and that's a gag that keeps on giving mm. Mm. I, I, again we're paying, playing fast and loose with the boundaries of what might get one physically harmed mm. and I'm not comfortable with it anyways next up ooh an announcement this week whoa I know it's a ways off, so you 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 won't hear f- again for a little bit. But assembly required this year. Uh, that is going to be November eighth and 9th, twenty twenty four. And if you, uh, you can tell from the photo there, this year's theme appears to be Iron Grenadiers. Mm-hmm. Ichabod Ronald Grenadiers. To no response. Excellent. Thank I'm, you. No, I'm sorry. I was doing math. Because it turns out 8 plus 9 divided by 24 is 0.708. Just so you know. Good to know. Yeah. Well, no, because it would be 8 plus the, the total. Actually, yeah, of, yeah, it would be yeah, 8 9 divided 9 by 24. Because yeah. or, order of operations says you do you do division before you do addition. So, oh, it would be 8 plus 9 24ths? Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. So that would be, let's see. Yeah, so eight and three eight, 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 <laughs> eight point eight point three seven five. 
You know, I, I, uh, I sat in for pre-calculus this week, which was awesome because I never took pre-calculus ever. <laughs> that was a good Lucky. day. Uh, so it would be 8.375. There you go. Right. Interesting how there's a 375 in it. Kind of spooky. Anyway. I'm not following you. Three and three quarters. Oh, well. See? Yeah. I don't know. This has got kind of Ouija board all of a sudden. I'm going to back out. Right. <laughs> I don't want any more of that. I was, <laughs> I, w- I was told there would be no math. Right. <laughs> There's, you're never far from math, Mark. Yeah. Never far. Math is math. Uh, Jeff Butler says, uh, most times when I in the world when I see the abbreviation IG, it usually means Instagram, but my Joe brain still thinks Iron Grenadiers. I'm I'm with you on that one. Hey, the Grenadiers came first. My first meeting at McFarland, coming straight out of the radio interview, one of the sales guys kept throwing around the term POS, and <laughs> I couldn't. I like, this guy's a riot. <laughs> he won't stop saying it. <laughs> and he meant point of sale, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, I think he did, but I thought he was like a total wild card. <laughs> Walmart with their POS and Target with their POS. I'm like, I like this guy already. <laughs> look, look at how look at how excited Mark is about sales. We need to hire this I, guy. I think he legit said we just got the POS sales numbers from Target. And I'm like, ooh. It's Target struggling right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. That's it for Community Calendar. Chicken nuggets, one thing. That's a Community Calendar. It's It's I like it when I'm wearing the same shirt in the show that I am in the community (laughs) calendar intro. That always makes me laugh. But (laughs) remember, if you've got anything that you want to share on the program, uh, especially shows, uh, of course, for, for community calendar, but anything, whether it's, uh, you know, something for Community Calendar, whether you've got uh, letters for the, the post sock, whether you've got uh, just customs you want to share, uh, anything that you've been working on, what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com, as you saw there in the bumper. Uh, again, we we reserve the right to not share stuff on the show that we we deem as inappropriate or might take too long or or edit down the things that you send us. Sometimes sometimes the letters you send are like four and five pages, and I have to trim them up a little bit. But we'll try and get the, the bulk of it in there and, and get your questions answered. Uh, but again, the, the magic e- the magic email address, what's on Joe Mind? At gmail.com. While we've stopped the show dead, also a good time to remind everybody who's watching us on Facebook tonight to go ahead and give us some kind of a reaction Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. Uh, we do love little huggy guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's uh, those are the the reactions that get the get the algorithm moving and get us uh, spread out to a wider audience. There, if you're catching us here on the YouTube's, thank you. 
regardless of where you're watching us, be sure to head over to YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Uh, be sure to like the video, the little button down below, do all the cool YouTube stuff. Uh, share us in your various social media circles, whether that be Facebook groups or Reddit pages or what have you, Discord channels, whatever. I don't care. Uh, just put us every <clears throat> put us everywhere. And um and of course uh, leave a comment. Leave not just a not just a live chat comment, those don't count. Leave us a big boy comment down in the big boy section below. Or a big girl comment, but whatever. We're not we're not whatever. we don't care. We let everybody in. Mm -hmm. Uh Diana Davis asks, uh, sorry I was making a salad. Can you start over? Oh no. And yeah, 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 we can. Ooh, the mini open. <laughs> it's like the Seinfeld open. Show. <laughs> oh Jesus! I have so there's again there's still so many community calendar intros that I've I've lost track. But here we go. It's time for the news. First news item. Do 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 do. Woo! Hey, join the Navy. Do it quick. Uh heavy armor toys in the Navy back get closed at the end of January and guess what kids? That's tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you better get on this one. Uh, they've got all the sailors unlocked. Uh, they've got the, the flight crew. They've got the CBs. They've got the Navy SEAL. Uh, if you, yeah, just uh, high quality three and three quarter figures, uh, O-ring construction, blend right in with your GI Joes. Uh, be sure to check them out. We've got the, it is backerkit.inthenavy.com. Uh, you can always, or you need more information, go to their Facebook page. Uh, it is Heavy Armor Toys, uh, the manufacturer's Facebook page. Give you all the information you need. Uh, in addition, while you're there looking, be sure to head over to their normal storefront. Uh, because starting on February 1st, Wave 2 of their Commandos goes live at 7 p.m. Central Time. That is hatoys.ecrater.com. You remember wave one is the, the dude that uh, slightly resembled grunt and the one that mildly resembled snake eyes. Uh, but these are more green shirt looking guys in wave two uh, to, again, fill out your Joe forces or other corresponding equivalent three and three quarter action toy lines. Mm -hmm. Check it out. Do it quick. But that right. Navy SEAL will shoot you with his really tiny rifle. With his teeny, teeny rifle. Or, or he will manhandle you with his Wendigo hands, either way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's really not the hands so much as just the tiny rifle. Yeah. He could probably throw that like a boomerang. Maybe it would come back. Maybe. It's like, like Flint in that one episode of the cartoon. Where he throws his rifle and trips like three three Cobra troopers or something. That's well planned. This give Cobra the laser rifle that never misses, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. You got a, you got a helicopter you got to bring down. You give, you give Flint that laser pistol. He'll bring it down. He'll just shoot it up. We'll screaming, laugh this off. Happy boy. There you go. Two, two shots, max. Nobody, nobody, nobody shot down the armor like Flint in the cartoons. I tell you, <laughs> that's the Bill Ratner difference is what that is. Next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, continuing on, on Kickstarter, more news as it's made. That is the most recent book project from our good friend at Total Toy Books, Brian Hickey, and uh, David Gillis, who worked on the old uh, Palatoy Action Force line. It is 112 pages of his Action Force photography, plus photos of his custom Action Force figures and vehicles. It is a soft cover book. It launched earlier this week, or I guess end of last week, on Kickstarter. Uh, be sure to sign up for notifications. Uh, be sure to get your pledge in there. Check it out. It is open, ready to go, rolling as we speak. Give it the old what's on Joe mind push. You have any interest in, in the old Palatoy action force, uh, Dave Gillis is another one of those great resources that we're, we're lucky to have around. Uh, much like uh, Bob Brecken, the, the, the godfather of UK GI Joe. So uh, again, head over to Kickstarter. Uh, type in uh, either Total Toy Books or More News as it's made. That campaign will pop right up for you and get done. Mark, have you had a chance to take a look at this one yet? I do, and what I want to do to keep my mint because of this soft cover, I'm going to keep it on the coffee table under Carson's book. Right. Perfect. Right. Although that may that may squish it down to where the pages won't open for you. Mm, yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> They have to reconsider that. And right. also, uh, in a related story, buy a coffee table. But whatever. <laughs> or maybe, maybe just, just put legs on Carson's book. <laughs> right. Just, just cram that book up. Just mm -hmm. open it and just kind of leave it there like a triangle. And the it, I'm not there yet. I'm not willing to, to dive in here, right? But because I'm pretty content with my vintage three and three quarter Joe collection, the next, like, absolute black hole i could possibly open would be the vehicle vehicles from action force and it would be the unique stuff right not the uk version of the how but right. i'd want like the shadow tracker right stuff that wasn't made for the joe line i could see myself doing that someday but not in a year like we had from from classified last year right there were no extra dollars kicking around <laughs> so it'll be a while you you send Dave Tree some money, he will begrudgingly send you a sea lion. Right? That's his favorite, you know. He's my favorite tree, so we can make this happen. There you go. Yeah. So the sea the sea lion is Dave Tree's favorite action force toy. So I, you know, you're gonna you're gonna get one from him. You'll know it will be uh it'll it'll have grown up in a good household, been tucked into bed every right? night with I get with, with tender loving care. Uh, I get that, but I kind of think that's like Dave Tree telling someone over in Jolly Old England, oh, yeah, I, I know a guy who's got plenty of beachheads. Just call up Mike and he'll send you one. Because <laughs> that's the not the case, the, right? I mean, the difference is um, Dave owns a toy shop. Yes. <laughs> and you own a beachhead shop. <laughs> I, I don't own a shop at all. He just uh, owns a lot of beachheads. I just own, I just own a Sale, uh, what, Sales what are is, terrible. Yeah, just a just a tub of beachheads. Right. We're still in the inventory acquisition phase. Right. Right. 
Right. Maybe someday, maybe somewhere down the line, after you see my name pop up in the obituaries. Right. Or <laughs> or when you're like, I'm Mikey Rosario, Beachheads are us. Here for all your beachhead needs. I, I would just hope that rent would not be expensive because that's that's really a niche product. Yeah, pretty much. That's a very right. narrow. Better better very sales than, than short fuse are us, though. Yeah, well, I, I mean, hmm. yeah. Uh, Jason Rose says that APC was rad. That APC is better than the U.S. APC. I have one of those. Yep. I don't. I don't. Gotta, that that would probably be top of the list. Like, I have I have three of the remade U.S. vehicles myself. I I've got the the Hiss Hyena. I've got the uh, the Laser Exterminator, which is the Red Hal, mm -hmm. and um, and and I've got the APC. The ATC is what they called it, the right. Armored Troop Carrier. I still think the um, APC is a really underrated vehicle vehicle for just for playability right like right things awesome uh but yeah the fact that they made it so much better that probably moves it top of the list yeah the atc smokes it i i love the apc but the atc just better period full stop but uh we used to call the uh um we we used to deliberately call them red howls uh when dave was on the show just to annoy him. Right. So he started calling the Hal uh, the jungle. No, no, ju jungle exterminators. Because it, ex it exterminates jungles. Because it, well, I mean, it's painted like it would be. So it's it's dark green. So it's clearly a laser exterminator. Um. And I've got the, uh, I've got the figures that go with them. Like I've got that little red laser Cobra Commander guy. And I've got the the Jackal Destro guy from from Action Force as well. So the Red Jackal, yes, which is just Destro with a modesty a modest T shirt. <laughs> I don't no, know. No, uh, I don't know how modest it was. It was bright red with a skull and crossbones on it. Right, right but it's 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 not you know it was covered open, in business. Yeah, it's not open chest with disco yeah. chain. So yeah, it's fair. So it it's modest. A, a dream of mine that never even got close to fruition at Hasbro. I would have loved to have redone the how because it's still cool. And they just, it never got a second. Well, a I mean, it was around for a while, like even the vamp how two pack thing, but it never got revisited. I would love to have redone it and integrated some kind of cockpit on it. <laughs> I think it would have been, I think would you know, imagine, you know, imagine Grand Slam sitting behind it, actually looking down the barrel of it. I think it could have been really cool, but we never got anywhere close. Uh, Bart asked, no Robo Skull, and no, I don't, uh, for a couple of reasons. Now, remember, I've I've been over there a few times for rollout roll call for for Dave's show, uh, but it would have been prohibitive to try and get back in luggage, mm. uh, so you're just having it shipped anyway. Um, and, and secondly, just, I mean, those, those, those suckers were expensive even 10 years ago, uh, to get them in any kind of shape. So, uh, big, a big part of why Skeletron is doing robo skulls is because yes. the old ones are just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and everybody should be able to, to join in the, the joy that is owning a robo skull, whether it's vintage mm -hmm. or modern, but unfortunately, no, no robo skull. 
I, I had a I had a thing for a while that I I was I was uh, as as Dave likes to say uh, my action force collection is a little too jointed, <laughs> um, and and <laughs> the other member of it I do have a a uh, it's got no accessories but I do have a Tiger Force Blizzard. Uh, he he uh, travels in my 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 backpack. He is with me at every show. So anytime I log a mile in the name of GI Joe, uh, Agent Yellow Snow is with me. Mm -hmm. Oh, there you go. Bart says I got in laws in London. They hooked me up with a Robo Skull years ago when they were affordable. So 1984, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, no, but that that is very cool. That is very cool. I hope uh, I hope it's in good shape and you enjoy it. Wait, when did Bart get married? His in laws got him in it, it for him in '84. Oh, I don't know. Oh, like six. Bart's an old guy, man. He's he's like a hundred. Oh man, it was arranged. He doesn't look a day over ninety. Nope. Next news item. Do 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 do. There we go. There we go. While, we are, while you're on Kickstarter, uh, be sure to check out last week's team stream or, or maybe earlier this evening's uh, Hooded Cobra Commander 788 live stream. Uh, you can see Roger and, and Josh talk about the history of G.I. Joe number 21. It is a current project on Kickstarter uh, from our friends at After Action Report. If you search After Action Report or History of G.I. Joe, this one's going to come right up for you. Uh, be sure to check it out. It is very affordable, soft cover book. Uh, $35 gets you this one. Uh, plus, they've got options to get the previous books that After Action Report has released. Uh, so if you if you're it's kind of it's a standalone, so you don't you don't need to have gotten any of their previous books to be able to follow along with this one, and, and vice versa. If you decide you like this one and you you want to pick up what they've done before, well, you've got some options there too. Uh, so again, head over to Kickstarter. And uh, and check this one out. Get it back today. Rock time, Rob. You got a total for us on this one? Uh, you know what? I got to jump on this thing. All right. You got a total for us on this one? Oh, a total for us. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm asking you. All right. Ask sorry, I misheard you. Ask him again. Uh, I was Diana, daydreaming. Diana Davis says, I got relatives all over England, and they just laugh when I asked about a robo skull. Well, there you go. Did Did they laugh because... Uh, it's expensive, or do they laugh at you because you're a grown woman asking them for toys? Because I, I, and I'm not saying that because I would laugh at you. I'm saying I'm asking that because sometimes uh, people are jerks. Mm -hmm. All right, awful. here we go. It is. It has 55 backers, four thousand fifty-two dollars on a goal of eight thousand with thirty. There we go. Days so that that right there, that's start. a. That's the first week. That's what we call the what's on Joe mind push. We get you halfway mm -hmm. home yep. just by showing up. That's what you get. Uh, Diane Davis saw Josh Agamemnon in Pasadena. Uh, they took the 134 to get there for a record. Rob, why did they take the 134? Because the five was jammed. That's right. It's jammed. jammed. It's jammed. Were you crazy? <laughs> oh. Oh, my goodness. So, again, uh, that was last week's episode, episode 293, if you don't want to figure out dates. 
that campaign is going to end March 8th at 10, 19 a.m. Eastern time. Why? I don't know why. <laughs> but uh, it gives you like a month plus. So be sure to get over, check this out, see what Josh and Roger have going on, uh, and get this book pledged, signed, sealed, delivered, and finished. Next news item. Do, do, do. As we just just leaked to you. Teaser. Hey, look. It's more from Hyatt Toys. Check out Zartan. Hey, I know who that is. That's uh, uh, that's Larry. That's the guy that picks up all the junk in, in the back in the swamp, isn't it? Or as my, I love the bit in the classic commercial where they finally catch him at the end and he's wearing the mask that sticks out like eight inches off his actual face and he just goes... <laughs> I don't know any Zartan. <laughs> well, it's clearly oh, not this guy. You cunning master of disguise. <laughs> Wearing all the same clothes. It's right. called it's called imagination, Mark. <laughs> right? Is it kind of only- weird that an encyclopedia salesman's in the middle of a swamp wearing a, a metal <laughs> bro? <laughs> no, no, man's ear. And, man's a, ear. and, a, and a hood? For some reason, that might be hair. I mean, that was the argument with with kids in, in Bend, Oregon. Was is that a hood or is that hair on Zartan? Well, it's because Sunbow wasn't sure for the first couple episodes. Yeah, I was firmly in the hood camp. And yeah, I, I like oh yeah, to think I was. I had it right. Well, yeah, because you beat Tim Roberts for that issue of the comic, and you saw it was clearly a hood, right? And, and then I beat Tim Roberts. Just saying, you didn't beat Tim Roberts. No, but the high jump pit kicked the, the shit high... out of them. <laughs> Suddenly the door opens. We'll edit that. We'll edit that in post. <laughs> I'd say your big concern is Tim Roberts finding you now. Anyways, Dude. Any, anybody out in listener land knows where we can find Tim Roberts, formerly of Bend, Oregon. No. Uh, be sure to contact the show. Uh, what's on Joe Mine at gmail.com. Stop. Yeah, Tim Roberts night. At Remember that email, a, what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. At least it's a generic name, right? Hard to find. Oh. You know any Tim Roberts is in your life? Stop it. <laughs> we will make that happen. That's been a good that's been a good gag for us for what three, four years now. You say that three times. He's gonna pop right out of my monitor. Knock how, it how, off. How long you been on the show now, Mark? Too long, apparently. <laughs> Apparently, we're trying to get rid of me. <laughs> Everybody just cool out, okay? <laughs> oh, goodness. Let's settle here, fellas. <laughs> hey, and not to not to beat my own drum too much, right? Because I'm the guy who had uh, Voltar's backpack incorrect right. for, oh, 30 years. <laughs> Right, ninety degrees wrong. Yeah. Oops. Not upside down, mind you. Ninety no. degrees. I remember looking at it, going, "Why is that radio antenna so damn thick?" <laughs> he must be able to broadcast anywhere. He's yeah, like, like the, the Al Franken mobile uplink unit. <laughs> right. He's getting a hold of the Cobra base on the moon. Yep. As he's broadcast, <laughs> I'm in incredible pain. Right. I just assumed he was a chicken shit. Right. The, he wanted to be able to call for extraction from anywhere on the planet. Where in the world? I'm that deep inside. Deep inside <laughs> the Egyptian pyramids. Come get me. 
I'm two miles down inside a volcano. Send robots. <laughs> I'm buried in a freighter on Cobra Island. <laughs> Nobody's well, answering that one. You need a distraction. How, how many of you? Just one. Just one. <laughs> Nobody's answering that one. What a jerk. Everybody else ate the bad ham and lima beans. But uh, Zartan is uh, 25 bucks, give or take. Probably more give. Because it is an import. You're going to pay a little bit more than that from just about everybody. It is expected to be in your grubby little hands in fall of 2024. Includes the hood. Includes the uh, the, the the mask. We'll call it Murray. Uh, storage backpack for Murray. He's got the pistol. He's got a knife. He's got two extra sets of hands. A display base. And what, what kicked it all off for Zartan, an Oscar snub. Oh, yes. I figured we'd, we we uh, needed to bring that up given current events. So there you go. Um, Oscar snubs breed uh, international supervillains. <laughs> so be ready for Margot Robbie to go right off the cliff. As a young child, I brought Zartan home from the, God, I don't know where. We were in Michigan visiting my grandparents. And I remember playing with the figure under the tree and his pistol fell out of his hand into the deep grass. And I'm like, I'll, ne I'll never find it, right? I'll never find it. And and I like pistols because not too many of the of the young Joe line actually had a pistol, right? Right. Destro had one. He had one. But there they just weren't many. And I thought they were cool and totally found that pistol. Like a couple <laughs> minutes later, couldn't believe the luck. Like, holy. And, I, and when I found it, I just came inside. It was like 1130 in the morning. Right. And I'm like, I'm done playing outside for the yeah. day. Outside, not good. Nature, right. not your friend. That's, if you're that's if why you're, we use the large concrete patio in the back. You if you're heading outside, it's going to be without Zartan. I, look, I'm not built for sun, right? I don't know what I was thinking. So I'm good uh, now. Dustin Jeffrey advises that he is totally not creating a Tim Roberts oh, fake profile God. right now. The, I mean, we joke about it. wasn't a bad dude. There's nothing wrong with Tim Roberts. We just both liked the same thing that was in short supply. And rather so. than be rather than bond and be friends over it, mm. you competed. Look, man, I didn't. I didn't move the pole vault pad. That was all him, or you a told. high jump pad. That was all him. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that you, the, the more you keep talking about this this high jump pad, the more I keep thinking that maybe. Maybe Webb was was uh, a little less innocent than he's led us to believe. Look, I'll break it down. You can figure it out however you want. One of us got uh, points at the district state meet or the district meet in high jump, and one of us ate grass and moved away. I'm just saying. And now, and now, one of you guys is sitting at home like Steve Buscemi and Billy Madison. <laughs> That's exactly right. right. <laughs> Except he's, put, he's putting the name back on the list. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, may maybe us reaching out to him is is the point where he says, "Man, am I glad I got a hold of that guy." Right. <laughs> maybe this is what'll drive you to have that moment, Mark. Man, I'm telling you, uh, Derek Holloman, uh, conciliatory here. Uh, you weren't the only one to put the Volter Voltar backpack on wrong. Right. Um, but the, that's fair. But the king is is uh, battle armor Cobra commander, right? Because the backpack was molded the wrong way to go on the wrong way, or right. or painted to go on the wrong way, right? Either way, right. But at least like that backpack at least had the contours, so you knew which way 
it was supposed to lay on the figure regardless of how it looked in the picture, right? But it looks better the other and way. It it did. It did. Look, I'm not going to argue that with you, but um you know, it was also not something that was ever 90 degrees wrong. Right. Yeah. It was 180 degrees wrong. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Uh Diana Davis asks us, is there only is there two cows or is it just shown on its own because it's removable? I think it's because it's removable. Hmm. I think see. the second one is correct. Yeah, he um, really doesn't need two unless one is like hot pink or something, right? Like radioactive by the Mad Hatter. Uh, <laughs> three three time Super Bowl champion Steve Young asks, uh, does the vest come off? I have well, not seen any pictures that show the vest off. That de that depends on how good your opening line is, I think. See? I, I, I yeah. think so. Hey -oh. I think that's fair. Buy him dinner first, see what happens. <laughs> hey, hey Zartan, how much does a polar bear weigh? Just enough to break the ice. Hi, I'm Mark. Hey. 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 Works every time. I got, the, got that right off of him. Just oh, right look at that. I told you. I told you. Still got it. <laughs> every time I every time I hear the words polar bear now, I just think of my new favorite all-time Aquaman panel. <laughs> That's a, Where he's, he's, throwing, he's throwing a polar bear at poachers that are clubbing baby seals. <laughs> <laughs> from oh. the 40s it's fantastic sounds good i'm just saying it should be a t-shirt <laughs> well it seems a little complicated for a t-shirt but uh it's fantastic it, it should be spread around more at, yeah. at any rate if it was a wraparound panel that like ended on the back <laughs> now we're i believe it was a splash panel for the story but you know it's <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna. I'll be in on. I'll be in on this guy. I'm. I'm fully in on this whole exquisite line. Just gotta find that storm shadow. He's the two hundred dollar hole in that burgeoning <laughs> collection of one that I have so far. He's your white whale. Man. <laughs> and uh, next news item. Do do do. Hey, Hyatt Toys have been busy. Because also this past week, hey, look at Spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, Spirit's pretty awesome. Yeah. Hard to deny that. Mine's bigger. <laughs> it's always what it boils down to with you, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> In the, this is weird. This is a trick of the photography. In the first picture, he looks like he's about 65% legs, right? Yeah. But in the second one with the knees bent just a little bit and the torso's a little, you know, ab crunched too, it doesn't look bad at all. But in the first one, I'm like, those have long legs, man. Maybe the right I think that belt's I, I think that belt's riding a little high. Yeah, he could be. He's not that old. <laughs> he com he comes with sniper rifle, freedom, and lubies receipt. <laughs> the receipt for those slacks from Caldor. Right, comes with up comes with upside down knife, and by that I mean right side up knife, so he can cut his own throat. He's got to uh, he's got to pick up the kids at four, so just let him be. I don't have time to go home and change. I'm going to nitpick this one hard because uh, we went on a, an Alaskan cruise a summer ago. It was really nice. Any cruise that doesn't go somewhere warm or I'm expected to be on a beach is good by me. So Alaska's perfect. 
And we got to go to a, uh, a wildlife sanctuary and I was like six inches from a bald eagle that had lost its ability to fly, had damaged wings. So of course there was, you know, a big glass between us, but being that close to those things, those things are airborne tanks. They're yeah. monsters. And yeah, they're this, huge, is, yeah. this is like a pigeon with that, that's been spray painted. Eh. Yeah. That, that's really my one problem with this one too. I think the, the spirit figure looks fantastic. Yes. Uh, and freedom is a little, little small. It's Freedom Junior. It's an eagling. Yeah, he's, baby. If that's baby, baby Freedom, fine. If it's the he's, baby, it's just a wee baby. Yeah. <laughs> Don't wake the wee baby. If that's Eagle Habanero, fine. Don't but... wake the wee baby. <laughs> Don't wake the wee baby. Shh. I I don't know what the lifespan on an eagle is. Uh. Um. Uh, Jeff Butler, why does classified spirits backpack have a sideways wooden antenna if Mark was a kid today? <laughs> I like the inference that I grew up at some point. That's right. Good. Right. I mean, chronologically, anyway. But uh, spirit, uh, again, about 25 bucks, probably a little more. Uh, expected also fall 2024 includes rifle pistol backpack two knives an extra set of hands freedom with an extra set of wings a display pace and uh lots of chutzpah i was trying to figure out what those extra wings were i'm like are those sasquatch footprints or what are we talking about here no he's got resting wings and he's got flying wings so he's got resting wing face if you want correct correct right, fair enough uh, Michael Gene Fleming advises, uh, he's got, he's quoting something. A U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service website says, bald eagles may, leave, may live 15 to 25 years in the wild, longer in captivity. Bald eagles may live 15 to 25 years in the wild, longer in captivity. Mm. Okay, so um, got it in there twice just for... Redundancy. Right, just just so it sinks in. Just so we... we he, there's a quiz next episode, so he's making sure that we're going to stay ready. You made your point. I gotta say, Spirit's probably the most probably the most powerful GI Joe, given the Infinity Gauntlet and everything. Oh, I mean, he's got some bird clawing up his arm. Come on now, Man, pigeon. But okay, I'll allow it. it. It look no matter how big the bird is, that bird's big enough to have some big ass talent. And so yeah, even good. even pigeons have little nails. They gotta they gotta try and grab that bagel from the, yeah, you know, the sidewalk. I'm, Say, dude, same trip, same moment. Looking at that bald eagle six feet in front of me with his fist of a claw right in front of me, perched on whatever on the thing. Holy, I'm like, I don't right. ever want, I don't ever want to meet a bald eagle in the wild ever. This is good. I like wings clipped behind three inch of plexiglass bald eagle. Right. Uh, I I once uh I once walked out and walked out the door and was by complete accident six feet away from a falcon on a fence to just perch there. Mm -hmm. And that was close enough. Thank you. Cause yeah. that yep. just, just a, was... just a one nail was like the size of one of my fingers. Yeah. Don't need any of that. There yep. was another time I was, uh, I was walking out of work. I was taking a delivery. Um, and I kind of got buzzed by a, a hawk that picked off a pigeon and then landed right next to our delivery car. Ooh. And so he's just 
sitting there chowing away on this this pigeon that he that he just killed. And uh, he, he's kind of like just looking at me, kind of relaxing. It was kind of one of those, hey, how are you doing? Uh, what's up? What's, what's happening? Did you see that? Did, it was pretty, pretty good, right? Pretty yeah. good. That's what happens to you if you try to take the pigeon. Yeah. It was uh, it was described to me later as the most metal thing uh, that the people in the store had ever seen. Just the 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 pigeon going one way, and then the angel, the eagle just right. I have video of it on my phone, which uh, I will not share on the show because well, it's a little, hope, a little graphic. I hope you share it to the hawk so he can put it on his thick hawk. Well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh. I'm gonna See? mute Mark again. I'm gonna just mute him right up. This way, this way, he's got to sit here and look at himself, and and feel the shame. Feel the shame. The unrepented dad joke. Oh goodness. Uh, but anyway, any any character named Spirit is going to be loaded with chutzpah or discount mm. Halloween items. One of the two. Now he now he's doing hand signals despite the fact that I've unmuted him. On his tick hawk. Habitual <laughs> <laughs> line stepper. That's it. It's a big hat. It's funny. <laughs> Next news item. Hey, look at this coming up tomorrow oh. from. Skybound well, on his, Comics. On his Twitter. <laughs> he would tweet it. Get it? All right. All right. Moving on. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Duke issue two comes out tomorrow. Uh, writing by Joshua Williamson. Pencils by Tom Riley. Colors by Jordi Belair. Beatings are serious. And again, available tomorrow. Uh, Rack time, Rob. You're the comic guy. Uh, give us your first impressions of Duke one more time. Uh, Duke, really good. Really, really good. I really like Duke number one. That's uh, was hoping for a little more, more substance, but sure. I, I don't want to blow it for too many people, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's just look, man. That, that first issue's been out for four weeks. You, you spoilers are off at this point. All right. If you haven't read it, let me let me see if I got the spoiler banner. Where's uh where where's it where's it at? It's it's here somewhere. Um it's right under the Mr. Indiana sash. It is not. Hang on. I'll, let me I'll let me, I'll redo one real quick just because Rob's got got uh, cold feet. So we got so, the spo spoiler banner is up. Oh, there you go. Here we go. Right, go ahead. Right. We'll, we'll, Talk Duke one spoilers. Okay, so Duke, I mean, starts off with immediately following his uh, his little brief uh, pop in on in Transformers number two, where he saw his pilot friend getting squished, yeah. squished by Starscream, and uh, and Duke is having a hard time, you know, figuring out, hey, uh, why is the government not uh, doing something about this? Why why are we trying to cover this up? So Duke goes rogue. Which is not right. something you expect for out of someone who has been built up during the introduction to be Captain America. But mm -hmm. hey, even Captain America went rogue, and that's what it kind of reminds me of. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying here is by issue three, Duke is going to be dressed as Nomad. 
Oh, and that he's, no, be... he, he's basically no matter ready. Yeah. Mm. But he doesn't have the open chest uniform. Yeah. Well, you know, it's no one should have had that open chest uniform. Mm. No, uh, no, Nomad was terrible. Yeah. But, um, it, and he stumbles know, onto Mars, not the planet, but Destro's yeah. military armament company. And, and what happens? All sorts of goodies we recognize. And what happens at Mars? Uh, Mercer kicks his ass. That's exactly. Yeah. Right. And Mercer's drawn huge. Yeah, he's like eight guy. feet. Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a big boy. He's a wall. He he is a he's a big boy. So it's then, um. I have to I have to say that I was not a I did not have super high hopes for the Energon universe. I was not looking forward to a comic universe that combined G.I. Joe and Transformers. Um, much less one where the plan was to slow build G.I. Joe, yet toss you right in on Transformers like like you knew what was going on. Uh, it, the whole thing felt like it was being set up for, for G.I. Joe to play second fiddle the whole way. And I have to admit, I have been pleasantly surprised by the whole thing. Um, I, I, for some, it's, it's working. Um, um, and, and, uh, the, the Duke series, so, so, you know, we're only one issue in granted, uh, but that first issue was fantastic. Uh, when you saw them in the Transformers book, when you got the, the, the backstory, I suppose that, you know, that, that page or two that launches the Duke miniseries, um, you know, you, you, it's yeah, no, just just great stuff all around. Uh, kudos to to Joshua Williamson and his teams. Um, so you're finally coming around on Mercer. I look, man, if you'd given me better than former Cobra Viper, I'd have been in on Mercer anyway. Hmm. Mercer's not a bad looking character. He, I mean, his figure is the best of the Renegades. I mean, so I mean, low bar, sure, but yeah, that's but like... he's like he's not bad. Um, like if you put Mercer in with the rest of the guys who came out in 1986 or or 87, like he he doesn't stick out as being, you know, egregious or 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 dumb looking. So it's not like Mercer's a terrible, terribly designed character. It's not that Mercer being a traitor from Cobra is a bad plot device, but Mercer being a viper means that Mercer was pointless. Yeah, like if Mercer was an officer, say one of the higher ups for Destro's organization, then like Mercer flipping security or something. Yeah, right. Then Mercer flipping over to the Joes makes a hell of a lot more sense because Mercer's got something to give. Mm -hmm. But Mercer the Cobra Viper would just get tossed in a hole and forgotten about. <laughs> so I it, again, I I have much higher hopes for for mercer here people people have blown my distaste for mercer way out of proportion and by people you mean me but i mean you and yeah, people who listen people who only listen to you right and then talk to me at, at shows like kentuckiana about oh. why i don't like mercer so i've got a few out there huh that oh yeah welcome home we'll get you've more. got you've gotten more than i have you're the former head of marketing for the brand at hasbro there i'm just some dude who's been on a podcast for 13 years once upon a time, a thousand people signed a petition telling I mean, Hasbro what they should do. Just sure, so. I'm a community organizer. Sure, I used to run CoilCon. Mm -hmm. 
sure, I'm one of the guys behind Declassified, but you're, I was never the head of marketing for the GI Joe brand at Hasbro. So they're going to razz me about Mercer. Yeah, I, 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 that was unintended, but but not unexpected, I guess. <laughs> what I don't get here, and uh, and I want people coming up to you at shows and asking where how Tim Roberts is doing. Hey, That's what I want to see. Right, like Mercer's ever going to show up on your doorstep looking for retribution? What What if we gave Tim Roberts a Mercer costume? Oh, now we're talking, and then we could team up. <laughs> this is what I don't get. And uh, Diana's in the uh, in the chat, and Duke fan number one, and heavily involved with these comics, so I don't think she can comment. But Duke got the tar beat out of him in issue one, right? Oh, yeah. Looks like things aren't any better here in issue two, right? So I assume in issue three, the NWO is going to rush him, right? And then the Judgment Day in issue four, and we're just going to beat Duke down every issue. Well, there there is a five-page preview on Skybound's website now, which uh, shows some some faces that we know as familiar but are being introduced for the first time in the Energon universe. And uh, some of them will be working with Duke, and some of them will not be working with Duke. Mm -hmm. uh, so I encourage everyone to head over to Skybound's website and check out the Duke preview uh, if you'd like to to get the advance on that before picking up your books tomorrow. Is one of them Mike Tyson? One of them is not Mike Tyson. Okay, just check. Uh, surprisingly, though, one is Buster Douglas. Oh, that Buster. Who or knew? In, or in shape for that one fight, Buster. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if he was even really in shape for that one. I think he just I think he just caught a couple of lucky ones. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, you could you could be a little out of shape when your fists are size of frozen turkeys. That's, that was a that was a big fella. Zamot CGC has got me all hyped up for issue five when apparently the Road Warriors give Duke the doomsday device. That's gonna be a good <laughs> panel. I hope it's a two-page spread. Oh yes, but to fit in with the universe, they have to call it the weather dominator. That's fine. But, uh, Zambod Z CCG also uh, enjoyed the appearance by Dr. Burkhart. So uh, Dr. Adele Burkhart has made her appearance and sadly her exit uh, mm -hmm. from, from the Energon universe, but, uh, but uh, set a lot in motion in regards to uh, what I assume can only assume will be the plot uh, that eventually leads us to to uh, the formation of the G.I. Joe team. Remember, we've got Duke and Cobra Commander miniseries and then two other miniseries, mm -hmm. and then we'll get to the G.I. Joe book proper from what I understand about how this is all laying out. Dustin Jeffrey so, says the corporate ministry meets up Duke at issue six. And uh, in issue, I haven't, I, I hate to spoil this, but I'm gonna, in issue 755, it's uh, Kevin Sullivan and the Dungeon of Doom. So <laughs> be ready for that. It's the Yeti. Oh no, it's Oz. <laughs> it's Meng. It's I don't, Conan. What look, the hell is Conan doing in the Dungeon of Doom? Look, if if Meng was coming after me, I don't care what goofy ass stable he's a part of. If yeah. Meng is coming after me, I'm scared. Okay. Yeah. Are you full? Are you, full are you stop. No joke. I'm just leaving. I'm I'm going as far as I can in the other direction as fast as I can. Because if wrestling were real, that guy's 70-year-old ass would still be the champion. Are you taking Meng or the field? Well, that's a dumb I, question. 
right I, right I, <laughs> what field stands up to meng none yeah, come on now this is a, he got picked up once on uh public intoxication uh because somebody decided oh i'm gonna fight the wrestler at the bar um and so he he got to of course after wrecking the place with these guys uh he got cuffed and sat on a curb and then when it was all said and done and and they they uh they paid his bail uh he just stood up snapped the 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 handcuffs from behind his back and said are we done good i'm going home <laughs> the, okay the, sure thing man that one and the story about him in japan where somebody was hassling flair and making fun of the wrestlers and he threw a guy out the window and flair went up to him and went we're on the second floor <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. so right Right. There were there were uh, there were two guys that Andre the Giant was reportedly afraid of his entire career. And one of them was Harley Race and the other one was Meng. Meng and yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that 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 was a dude. Yeah, that is a dude. He's still alive and well. He's just old now. And I think he could still probably whip a whole bunch of ass. If he was in the Energon universe, he would be leading the Decepticons as Megatron, and yeah. no one would stop. Him. We're we're calling him Meng, but he's yeah. he's also Haku. If you're more of a WWE, we we were WCW kids, Mark and I, so we we call him Meng. Yeah, either but, way, bad man. Yeah, just a bad bad dude. Yeah, still is. Again, I wasn't I wasn't using past tense. In case you happen to be watching, sir, yeah. I was talking in present tense. Bad dude. We're doing nothing but genuflecting here, right? Absolutely. Back but, when there weren't a lot of shoot interviews, the common question in a lot of them was if there was a real fight between all of you, who would and every one of them would just go bang. Bang. Haku, he's that guy. He, he's the one. Him. Yep. So this is our our combination. Uh, Duke spoiler discussion slash Haku appreciation segment. Uh. Well, I just saw beating serious and I thought of Haku. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it does trigger that, doesn't it? Yep. Uh, but Rock Rob, do you have anything that you like the best about this series and uh, so far? Uh, it reminds me, like I said, you know, you were making the nomad jokes before, but it does kind of remind me of those times when Captain America would become disillusioned with the government and just kind of go off on his own. And, you know, those are actually, some of them are decent stories. Right. Even, and, even sometimes despite the presence of the nomad suit. Yeah. Uh, they're still good stories. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, that's the original one and it is a pretty good story. Um, the other one being the the Mark uh, the Mark Grunewald one where they introduced John Walker, made him Captain America. Cap was wearing the black suit, and yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, also from Skybound, uh, sneak peek at Cobra Commander Two is up at Skybound.com. That book will be available on February twenty first. Uh, Duke Number One has gone to second printing with three variant covers. That is going to be available on the fourteenth. And Cobra Commander's second, uh, number one, second printing, that's going to have four variant covers. That's going to be available on the 21st with Cobra Commander number two. So uh, lots of good stuff uh, here in the Skybound Bits bin. And uh, next news item. Do -do -do. Oh, that's it. 
So uh, we've got uh, the three, G.I. Joe 3D Printing Podcast presents Chonky Tank Kitty and his Meowler Tank. Uh, be sure to tune into them for all of your Chonky Tank Kitty news. They did just post an episode uh, where uh, Mark Gerwig, former guest of, of the program and friend of the program, uh, designed uh, a Mac 10 and a, and a nightstick set from Mutt, which you can get oh. if you head over and uh, check out his wares at Mark 2 Designs. Uh, so uh, be sure to check out the show. Be sure to check out the accessories. Accessorize. And um, with that note, uh, let's turn it over to our good friends at Kokomo Toys. We'll be back in just a second. Stay with us. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. And uh, that brings us to tonight's main event, or at least what we covered in the thumbnail. I don't know how much main event you're expecting on Mike going to a regional G.I. Joe show in Kentucky. But um, Mike's I, 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 I do want to give it a little bit of time because... Um, I, I was talking to the guys here about it before we started recording this evening. And uh, Kentuckiana Winterfest was fantastic. It was an excellent G.I. Joe show. I mean, you go, I, I, again, like I said, I, I know those guys a little bit. They, they, they came and, and, and set up with us when, we, when I was running CoilCon. And, and so there, a, little bit of a, a little bit of a pre-existing relationship. But um, I hadn't been to a Winterfest before. And if weather permitting, I will go back to all of them. Um, this it was a big dealer room. It was chock full. If you are collecting twelve inch Joes, if you are collecting Real American Hero, if you are collecting Classified, if you're getting, I mean, we we were trying to take stock of all the different versions of GI Joe that were in that room on Saturday, and and darn near caught them all. Uh, sorry for eight inch Sigma Six fans. That was that was a little light, a little light on that one. But um, if you're a, a fan of any sort of popular G.I. Joe, then Winterfest was the place for you. Um, I was down there. I, I split a hotel room with, with our good friend Brian, Hooded Cobra Commander 788. Um, uh, he was coming in from Tulsa, which is madness. That's 10 hours drive um, to, to come to this regional Joe show. But it, it absolutely was, was worth his travel. Um, so we, we unfortunately missed the Friday night exposition, um, simply because I was hanging out at the hotel to let him in, um, after he had been on the road for, for 10 hours, <laughs> I figured it was, it was just more important to, 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 to let the man get to, um, a couch and a bed or something, you know, something where he could relax for a second, as opposed to walking around and not buying stuff because I'm waiting to see. What it'll all cost on Saturday, um, but um, uh, just just absolutely amazing. I mean, I'm I'm up here in, in Indianapolis, so it was literally two hours uh, straight south, uh, due south from from me. It was an easy drive for me. Uh, it even rained on Saturday, but since I was traveling on Friday and Sunday, uh, bone dry, bone dry. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, I'm really happy that the weather worked out and that wasn't an issue. And um, there was just all kinds of good stuff. Um, 
available to you, especially if you are interested at all in the 12 inch GI Joe. Um, they were all out there. Our, our good friend, Daryl, the priest had a booth. Uh, he was unloading some stuff. I got to chat with Daryl quite a bit and, uh, he basically, I would talk to Daryl and then in, in between, he would have a, a customer come in and ask him a question. I would learn something about uh, a very obscure piece of sixties, Joe, uh, you know, paraphernalia. So it was, it was, uh, almost like being at the museum booth. Uh, our good friend Ace Allgood was there. So that's always an education uh, as far as the 12 the inch Joe is concerned. And, uh, and again, I uh, got to hang out with our good friends at Roma collectibles. I uh, got to meet uh, a bunch of folks for some, for some other shows. I didn't meet Jason Morell from, from order of battle podcast, but, but he was there. We got to hang out with Jason a little bit. Uh, got to meet the guys from anything. Joe's got to meet the guys, uh, from, uh, shoot audible interlude yes there we go got them all hey um um so it was um just just a good time if you if you ha ever have the opportunity uh, i already knew enough about their summer show to recommend the summer show uh but man if if this is the crowd they're bringing every time that is a great place to build your collection and i absolutely absolutely positively recommend the trip out to uh kentucky kentuckiana winterfest uh slide in to kygi joe i was gonna say so to recap kygi joe was pretty slick pretty slick pretty slick <laughs> no friction everybody got along smooth smooth Traveling in on the motion of the ocean. And um, <laughs> I know it's a bit of a stretch at this point, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What, what, if, if somebody had the over-under on new beachheads being added to Mike's collection, mm, teaser there, yeah? Uh, yeah, and, and I, I did post the pictures on our social media as far as what the haul was. I'll save those for what we got in. Mm-hmm. Cause there's some other stuff that I've picked up over the last three or four months, three or four weeks rather, uh, that haven't really gotten there. There's a lot that Mike has for what we got in this, this episode. Mm -hmm. uh, but, um, yeah, just, just really, it was a great time. Great little show. Uh, it was, it was good to, to be able to just relax and hang out and, and, uh, and geek out in a bit. I, I hadn't gotten to do that in a few, like it was really the first, longer than a day show I had been to since the pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I realized how much I, I just missed being able to do that for a couple of days here and there. Um, Cause that was, uh, it was something I did quite a bit of before 2020 and hadn't had much of the opportunity to do so since. So, uh, but so I'm sure that's coloring my review of it a little bit, but that uh, Winterfest could not have gone off any better than it did. So absolutely recommended go if you can. Mm. Thoughts? Anyone? Questions? I mean, I only had one thought. I was I said keep your eye out for a Hayatoy's uh exquisite storm shadow. And you Sadly, told me they got nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I, I I unfortunately did not see a whole lot of the exquisite stuff. Mm. Um, there isn't a whole lot out there to be had. I think like snake eyes is the only one that I, I can vouch for having seen. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and even that's just in photographs. So um, it, it's uh, that was a difficult ask. I don't I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know if Storm Shadow made it over here. That's a, yeah, like that's, I know it's, I know it's a long time. I just figured, hey, it'll probably be a big theater floor. Maybe this is the hit, and no, it wasn't. So right, yeah. But I, I asked you off the air because you know col- collecting prices online are are up on Joe right now. Right, the brand is is hot, and so I wanted to know. You said it was a really good floor. I wanted to know what prices were like, just in general. Right. In general, I would say that that prices were lower than you would find on on eBay and certainly in Facebook groups because Facebook groups are terrible. Um. Uh, I mean, talk talk about what what started the gouging of the last couple of years. My theory is Facebook groups, mm-hmm. uh, but even even eBay uh, has started to feel the effects of that. But I didn't come close to that on any. I I went on Saturday after we were done at the show. Uh, I had my bag o loot and I took my picture for Instagram, and then after that uh, sat and and looked up each of the, the, the figures that I had purchased, each of the, the toys I had purchased on, on eBay and just tried to, to gauge what I paid versus what folks are asking for. And what I paid was less than the, the lowest buy it now price uh, that I saw listed in every instance. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't want to get too much into the numbers because mm-hmm. you know it's, it's money and, and what have you. I don't want to start floating numbers out there by, and then having people come back and say, well, Mike, from what's on Joe mind said, this is only, you know, yeah. it, it, it's worth what you want to pay for it folks. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, so I, I leave you all to do your homework, but safe to say, I, I, yeah, it, it was a really, prices. yeah, really good show for pricing. Um, I, I think it's, I think for whatever reason, this winter really bit that online, you know, the online uh, sales, thing you know something about it where they decided this was the year that they were just going to go gouge happy because there aren't any shows for about two months Mm -hmm. um and like it was a real sudden jump there's been a a a a market difference as somebody who who buys essentially one thing online um you know it was real easy to find those at at prices that i wanted to to spend September, October, November versus December and January. Like there was, there was almost, we hit, we hit Thanksgiving and there was almost a right there, just a 20% jump in what folks were asking. Mm-hmm. So uh, to see that not be really a, a market thing so much as just a, you know, folks who make a living on eBay being a little bit greedy thing is um, I suppose it, it's a little bit of a, Put some mind at ease a little bit. Mm-hmm. Here's a, a two prong question: Was there yeah. anything you considered buying, but didn't? But eventually, you know, one of those right on the fence of, "Oh, this is a little too much," but God, I really want it. That didn't come home. And was there anything just incredible there, right? Like a boxed Brazilian flag or something that just, <laughs> you know, blows you, that you would never buy in a million years, right? But that it's just cool to see. Um, I, I don't know that there was anything that super rare. Um, uh, the toy department, uh, 
showed up. And anytime you have the toy department at your show, there's going to be, you, you have at least an okay GI Joe show, but they kind of loaded up on quantity as opposed to, to quality. I know they have some of that really super rare stuff that they bring around from time to time. Um, that stuff wasn't too much in attendance, but um, complete flags were there to be had. Complete terror drones were there to be had. Um, I did not, I didn't see, there were a couple of defiance, but they weren't in great shape. Um, not that I saw it again, it's po entirely possible that there was something out there and I just missed it because I was not under any circumstances looking to buy those humongous items. Uh, truthfully, I wasn't there to buy as much stuff as I bought. I was just kind of going to, to go. Um, but I did buy, I got five beachheads mm. and I left beachheads on the floor there. I did not normally when I go to a show, there's maybe two and I'll get them both and, and feel like I did a really good job. Uh, no, there were, there was, there was plenty out there that just, it, it was, it was not happening. We were, we were not mm -hmm. going to run. We're not going to run the clean sweep. Right. So I, I feel I, ironically <laughs> though, clean sweep figures three bucks. Right. Yeah. Four for 10 though. <laughs> two for one one for nothing right right, right. it was uh somebody out there there's some guy out there who has a clean sweep army who's just gearing up to take on adam riches and the royal guards right it's gonna be a hell of a fight <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness Actually, he just wants to over and over just recreate that scene of bill murray cleaning out the pool in caddyshack <laughs> right um is that so, so bad? What, why don't we go ahead and roll into what we got in? Uh, Racktime uh, Rob, why don't you kick us off? Well, I mean, it's been a long time, and I can't remember uh, anymore. Uh, I'll yeah, go Fire, with my most recent. Firefly does note the truth here. Clean sweeps accessories do get expensive. Yeah. So, I said most recently, I did get uh, old Mutton Junkyard here. Woo! Mutton Triumph. Who's a big sweetie? Who's your big sweetie? Oh, yes, I yes. Oh, hello, yes. Hello. <laughs> I think I think that's the third straight episode you've done that bit, bro. I, I like know, it. I love it. Come uh, on. You weren't we even on Cali last week. We yeah. tell California shows. That's true. <laughs> Every week. But anything else you want to throw on there, Racktime Rob? Uh, let's see. I, I, it's not an arm's reach, but uh, for Christmas, somebody in this chat uh, got me quite a nice... Uh, um, Ultimate Snake Eyes from uh, Super Seven. So. That's right. Somebody took advantage of the deep sale. Mm, there you go. So, anytime, anytime you can snag premium figureage at low, low prices. But uh, Craig Craig Cohan also used Good Boy Face for Junkyard. Oh yeah, you have to because you know, just just stick a cigar in there, and you know it's just, it's yeah. off to the races. It's good to go. <laughs> and it, it's, I'm going to have to take like a rolled up piece of paper and, excuse me, shove it in there, a little cigar for him. Yeah. Get a little bow tie. Yeah. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah. At some point, I will I will be that that crafty. Mm -hmm. uh, Mark Weber, mm -hmm. what'd you get in? So I have, uh, I recently packed up, or I had it kind of well packed, but most of my vintage show stuff went to offsite storage. And when I was moving stuff around, I found one of them was was broken that I didn't remember. And so I don't know if it's broken over the years or if it just aged, but it's the cap 
to the Wolverine tank that goes over the crossbar, basically, that the missile rack goes on. So it just, mm. it, it broke. And the tank's almost worthless without it, right? Yeah. So so I had I was looking for a cap, and they're expensive. And so I, I actually ended up just getting an all-new Wolverine, right? And so right. it's I think it might be better than my old one, but the stickers are on it weird. So I don't know if it's going to replace it. But, and it, and I have a, a completely repro, uh, repro, a toe cable because who doesn't right and if you had a real toe cable you wouldn't be putting it on the wolverine yeah because it's shrink and won't fit anymore anyway yeah that's a problem anyway but if you dig the the gi joe is upside down but i love that it's the wolverine right because check this out yeah new driver baby Woo <laughs> yeah who's driving the wolverine now oh man it's badass right there coming right at you because uh what what uh is that one of those uh x-men 97 figures that are out yeah. there yep you're not that's, bad that's a neat little set you're not bad right no no it's it's no. A, those i i like the uh the wolverine figure in that because he's got no neck he's just this little squat yeah. guy well and any cyclops where he's not wearing yellow underpants on the outside <laughs> is like I'm Cyclops fan number one, but that's a bad look. That's right, a right. Bad look. Right. So I'm digging this, and I ordered. I it came complete. Well, missing the tow cable, but missing two missiles. So I got two missiles. Come Canadian missiles coming for six bucks. So they explode in a cloud of maple. Pretty soon it's going to be amazing. I Make everything fix. sticky. I got. I I don't know. No one did this wrong, right? The GI Joe sticker. I mean, I don't think you put the sticker on wrong. I think the original owner must have been doing yeah. this, right? And that's wrong. Yeah, yeah not, that's not right. Yeah. I, I have seen that before, though. That's not the only time I've seen somebody construct the missile rack that way. I mean, this isn't a terrible look if this is how they did the tank. Other than it's going to, I mean, either one's going to blow the driver's head off. But right. But the other way, there's so much more detail on this part, right? That right. Not just, it's not just that's the way we know it's supposed to go, but it's actually a better look. So. Yeah, move uh, the missiles a little bit further back and they, they look a little less dangerous. Yeah, it, it's I the one. Shoot them up. You might be all right. The, the one problem I ever had with the Wolverine was that that, that cockpit just needed to be able to sink a little lower and have yeah have a hatch on it like the slugger did yeah and i have no problems yeah even without the hatch if it was sunken so it was just the head like looking up yeah fine but there's a little there's a lot going on there that's there's not a lot of clearance going on there but anyway that's my pride and joy right now can't wait to get the other two missiles should be here this week and then we'll be golden uh craig cohan says uh he needs to introduce you to his buddy he would fight you for Cyclops' number one fan. Ooh, fair enough. That's... His name, Tim Roberts. Right? No. <laughs> Why would you fight for that? Ugh. Come on. <laughs> if they made a spider Cyclops, you'd like him. Uh, probably. Yeah. I mean, probably. He's but that, over overpowered, though. That's a serious, you know, serious upgrade in regards to, to coolness. To Spider-Man, cool yeah. Hey, Spider-Man's yeah. finally cool. Who knew? Sure, you go ahead with that. <laughs> but uh, as for me, we got. To, I had enough that I I'm not going to show it up in front of the the the, the camera because there's too much. So I just took pictures. Oh, the target uh, the, doing his job. Yeah, this is what we got in. Um, <laughs> Lawn darting. 
this is over several weeks here. You can see there's there's um, uh, 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 Slaughter's Marauders Footloose is back there still. Uh, we got uh, Tomax and Zamot and Thrasher. I think I did show them uh, a couple weeks ago when we actually got time to squeeze this in a little bit. Uh, and there, of course, nine nine beachheads, um, and of course Targat having his his gravity problems. Uh, there's a Sonic Fighter Tunnel Rat having similar gravity problems, and that that backpack is so gigantic that there's no possible way for any figure to actually stand. So I figured it was just more comically comical to have him uh, stuck on his back like a turtle, like Randy in the snow. It's the Targat in the Targat training program, obviously. Right, right. They threw him off, threw him off the top riser backpack first, and then of course they're being accosted by the various. Uh, by the various mascots we've accumulated over the over the years. I do like that Targat broke his neck on the sidewalk and Beachhead thought that wasn't good enough, so he shot him in the junk. <laughs> Come on. That's just not shoot. He's he's like he's like eight feet behind him, man. He's not shooting anybody in the junk. That's just mean. He's already dead. He's already dead. He just, he just walked right up to that dead, broken neck target, blasted him down low, and said, "Roll tide, bitch." You know that's exactly what happened. <laughs> uh, Firefly says that's his favorite tunnel rat, and that, you know that one too. That's a that's a the paint on it is great. Yeah. Uh, whoever had that one did not play with it very much. I don't no, have really good condition. I don't have that. I might I might need to get that and take the backpack off. Yeah, I mean the backpack just comes off on it. It's not bolted on or it's oh, not one it? of those. All right. No, so no, it, no, those are it's just a backpack in, in the peg, you know, like it's like a regular backpack. It's just huge. Take that backpack off and put it on Targat so he can land quicker. <laughs> there's there's a thing called uh maximum velocity. Yeah, you know, I, so it, it it he would hit that quicker, but he wouldn't he wouldn't go any faster, I guess. The backpack <laughs> might have its own maximum. Just <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. He'd make a bigger cold crater. Yeah, it's comically large. Um. Oh, Beachhead was from Auburn. He wouldn't say Roll Tide. He'd say War Eagle. Yeah, yeah. Beachhead was Fair. from Auburn. Fair enough. That's uh. Yeah, only the talking ones were bolted on. This is this is the one that's the backpack that's got all the different um, weapon sounds. I think I, I it doesn't work where the batteries are dead one way or the other. I think I um, took in my lazy bastard custom days. I think I took the battle commander stalker. That was the one in the black jacket, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. I think I took that backpack off and the Sammy Davis Jr. head. And I think I put the like the battle core or whatever, like the, the just the black ski cap. I think I put that hat on it, and it kind of worked. Yeah, I imagine it would. Not bad. That Sammy so Davis the, face was bad. It was it was a little extra grimacy. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying that some some of the buttons on the the stalker backpack, one would play Mister Bojangles, and the other one would do the Candyman. Right. It it, it was yeah. machine gun, grenade launcher, yeah, uh, laser. Candyman. Mm -hmm. Who can make the sun right? Anyway. One, of them, one of them called the Rat Pack to come help him. Right. <laughs> Not Peter Lawford, though. No. Uh, no. That guy's a butt. Yeah. He's so, a... anyways, this is this is all what was accumulated pre pre Kentuckiana. 
Oh, and then here's the hall from Kentuckyana. Oh, now we're talking. So we got uh, we got five more. Uh, plus we got that vamp with clutch, and it's got both the gas cans and the steering wheel and all that cool stuff. It's got a nice '83 flash for uh, the not nearly as ginormous flash mob '83. I got a couple of Zartans there. They were sold together because neither of them are in particularly great shape, but one of them is good enough um, because my uh, I only have one Zartan from when I was a kid and the, the, the waste piece on it is busted. So I needed one to replace that. I've got all the, most of the other stuff. I think I'm missing his pistol. Um, it's in the tree. <laughs> in the right. grass under the tree. <laughs> it's the in the grass. Yeah, in Bay City, Michigan. But... Uh, <laughs> hey, that flash looks cherry. Is he as good he, as it looks from here? He's a real good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, he's a real good one. And again, really less expensive than because I was those, expecting to pay. So the 83, the arm, the deco on the arm goes away in a heartbeat. On yeah, it's weapon. I mean it's it's a it's a it's just a painted yeah, it's a it's paint. a painted yeah. patch and yeah. it's in a very um, you know, that's a, a, an area that gets a lot of handling because you're moving his arms around. Yeah. So finding, finding one with those is really, uh, that's really what you're looking for, but I'll, I'll... Oh, there he is. There he is. Uh, fastest man alive. He is. And, Not uh, quoted in this article, disappointed Mrs. Flash. <laughs> but, um, so we got a, a couple of Zartans there. Uh, the other one, he's good for parts, but he's he's got the busted waist piece, so he's just kind of flopping around there. But um, I'll I'll, uh, I'll 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 combine the other one with his soon-to-be leg pads, and everything will be happy. The hair looks good on both of those Zartans. His hair, yeah, they just like the werewolves of London. Oh, uh, which means that I do have to to play this real quick. Yeah, we're up to 142. Because mm -hmm. since I've been home, another one came from a. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I keep saying be, be patient and and find find auctions that that work in in your price range, and then I you know, it happens. So I I jump on it. So what can I tell you? Be patient, but not that patient. And sure. you bought a Mercer figure. Uh, no, I actually got a couple Mercers already. I don't need another Mercer. I saw one in the photo. No, that was a Viper. What's the difference? That's, that's a Mercer that's not a quitter. That's an early Mercer. That's a Mercer, <laughs> Mercer V1 or V0. V negative one? I don't know. Mer Let's move it. Year one. It's Let's, move ahead. Let's move ahead to shout outs. Rack time, Rob. Shout out to the studio audience. Thank you for tuning in each and every week. You crazy, wacky kids, yeah. What else you got, Racktime Rob? That'll do it. All right. Mark Weber. I'm going to shout out to my big brother, Mike, uh, because uh, today in a class I was sitting in, kids were talking about how mean their siblings were. And I told the, the classic Weber story of third grade Mark sitting across from sixth grade Mike. 
with his, I don't know, meatloaf and peas and a tall glass of milk. And every time I would take a drink of the milk, my brother across the table would go. <laughs> and I was so funny. What's so funny? Nothing. He'd say, whatever. Back to the meatloaf. Eat some peas. Drink some milk. <laughs> What's so funny? Oh, just something at school. Don't worry about it. Whatever. Back to the meatloaf. Back to the peas. Third glug of the milk. I'm getting to the bottom of it. So I got to turn it way up. And that's when his retainer slid out of the bottom of the milk into my mouth. You've told that one before. Such a dick move. Anyway, I told that story today to howls of laughter from the <laughs> from the sixth graders today at, at BCA. So, how, how many of how many of their third grade siblings dealt with that tonight? Do you think? probably yeah, right? The gift that keeps on giving. So right. Good, good for Mike Mike Weber, retired cop and criminal mastermind. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I want to give a shout out to everybody who we saw this weekend at, uh, at, at Kentuckiana. I don't want to go ahead and list that. Cause I know I'd forget somebody. And when you forget people, they get mad. So if I saw you, met you, chatted with you, gave you one of our slick business cards through our slick business card dispenser, uh, hand off one of our cool clicky pens. Uh, thank you. Appreciate you being there. Appreciate you watching the show and tuning in and stopping to say, Hey, um, so many times you, you you like folks will say, Oh yeah, I, I went to to so and so and I saw you do a panel at JoeCon and, and it's like, Did did you stop and say hi? No, I didn't want to do that. You guys are busy. Yeah. No, we're not that busy. So we're always happy to we're always happy when you guys stop and say hi and and at least uh at least at least give a, a face to put on a name. Um want to uh reiterate Rob's shout out to our studio audience. Thank you so much for being here every week. Um, if you're catching us on replay, we appreciate you just as much. So, uh, please do all the cool YouTube things, uh, like the, like the video, subscribe to the channel. I think I did that backwards. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, uh, leave a big boy comment down below. Be sure to check out our other social media down there while you're there. Uh, if you got a couple of bucks laying around, we do have a coffee account. Uh, follow the link down below for that. Uh, just if you pledge a dollar a month or more. Uh, that gets you in our closing credits. Um, as Andrew Gaugan says, what's on Joe mind? We're never that busy. Never. New t-shirt slogan. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you're if you're catching us on on Facebook tonight, be sure to give us a, a thumbs up or a heart or a little huggy guy. Uh, we do love little huggy guy, and that does mm -hmm. uh, get all those algorithms moving over there as well. Uh, we're we're we keep growing the channel, but frankly, it's all because of you guys. Uh, please, uh, we, we're giving you two hours plus of free entertainment every week. So uh, yeah, nine, about ninety minutes of actual right, yeah, yeah, right. The Probably about six sixty minutes of entertainment and sixty minutes of watching us entertain ourselves. Yeah. The rest but, is transitions <laughs> and dad jokes, right. <laughs> which, which, as you'll note, fall outside of the entertainment circle. Venn <laughs> diagram they're out, they're there in the other circle. dad jokes. Yeah. Did 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 you hear the one about? Uh, did you hear about the company that that makes the wooden yardsticks? No, they're not making them any longer. Oh, fair enough. Anyways, uh, so anyway, on the on the heels of that stink burger, be sure to click on the coffee link down below. Uh, we've also got the What's on Joe Mind Swag Shop, uh, which is a T Public site. You can get uh, all of a, a, a cool T shirt or mug. 
or stickers or baby onesies. And I say this because I've ordered all those things with the What's on Joe Mine logo on them uh, from the T Public store. Uh, not doing one of those crazy sales, but just hang around. They usually come around every couple of weeks, and you can save yourself a pretty good chunk on those. But uh, keep it handy. Keep it handy. But, um, our wonderful sponsors at Kokomo Toys. Uh, real quick, we'll sing the theme song for them. Kokomo, 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 Kokomo Toys. We do have a, a new segment sponsor in Roma Collectibles. I will leave that. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll leave that, uh, ambiguous for a little while until we get some, some, uh, proper promotional material in place, but just know that they have joined the what's on Joe mine team. Um, those guys. Uh, that's all right. We like those guys. Uh, give a shout out to, uh, uh, our, our lead in and, and good friend and, and occasional roommate, uh, Brian lower hood of Cobra commander again for making the trip in from freaking Tulsa. Uh, to Kentuckiana, round of applause on that one. Nobody, nobody's I mean, dead as a result of his vehicular negligence. It's a, um, it's a heck of a drive, but it's always a good time to leave Tulsa. <laughs> but he's driving at Kentucky. Yeah, sure. I mean, huh. Cornet Country. That's Tulsa that's East. Saying. That's that's not points for it, Mark. Come that's on, not, that's Come not on. helping. Come on, that is not helping. No. They don't There's, even have the thunder. Man fell off a scaffold for you. I, I, look, I and I appreciate his replacement knee ligaments, <laughs> but everything he's done since about 2007, yeah. I could have done without. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, <laughs> and on that note, I think it's time for us to cut out. Wait, I wait. I was. Some, some people say that about me. <laughs> <laughs> We'll take the blame on that one. Yeah, fair enough. We'll take the blame. We'll take the blame for continuing to toss you up in the public mm -hmm. eye. Can't get rid of me. That's our bad. <laughs> the but, original um, bad penny, Mark. Hey, I got a lot of free time. What do you want? <laughs> the wooden nickel, Mark yep. Weber. Here I am. <laughs> As our friend Vagon likes to say, uh, stay safe. And if you can't be careful, be sure to join us next week for another. Uh, hopefully we'll keep it. In the ballpark of two hours. I don't know. We, we have a tough time with that. We like to ramble. Um, but uh, we'll be back for another episode of What's on Joe Mind here in the team stream. It'll be episode 295. We're getting close to that magic number. We're also getting close to that 13th anniversary. So we got all kinds of good stuff going on soon. Happy Arbor Day. Uh, right? So stay with us. It's going to be a fun spring. Uh, we've got some good, good guests lined up. Uh, we'll let you know about those as we get them firmed up ourselves. Until then, have a great rest of the week. And yo, Joe. Yeah. Just wait for his finger to turn blue. Now, <laughs> now, Mr. Socks. Now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.